I'm going to tell you the secret to defeating boredom. Stay and listen to this episode to find out. Hey, it's Isabella, your favorite bored girl. And you're listening to The Misadventures of Isabella. Have you ever felt bored? (laughs) That's the only question I can ask you. Like, nobody has never, ever not felt bored. We all feel bored sometimes, maybe most of the time, much more now that it's the pandemic. But how can we actually beat boredom? You know, boredom has forever been present. Like it didn't just pop out of nowhere during the pandemic. No, we have been familiar with boredom ever since the dawn of time, I guess. So I have made a top 10 list. My generalized top 10 of things to do to pass the time. So let's start. Number one, the most important for me, but most probably for everyone these days, you know, is do some house chores. Come on, just make your mama happy or make your daddy a little less grumpy. It's something to say thanks to your old folks, I guess. Or it's something to just keep yourself preoccupied. You know what? Even though you're preoccupied for the whole day, you're still going to feel that urge of like, I feel like I have to do something, but still you don't know what to do. Just do some house chores. Wash the dishes. Sweep the floors. Clean your room. (laughs) Just just do it. Doing some house chores is just simple. Even me, even I forget to do chores. Like, I just see some dirt on the floor or see something disheveled in the house or my room being so gritty and dirty. And I just forget to do it sometimes. And reminding yourselves by putting it on your list to do when you don't feel like doing anything or when you feel like doing something but you don't know what to do that is numero uno number one do some house chores number two watch your favorite movies slash series slash cartoons slash tv shows slash documentaries slash literally anything watch literally anything from the internet or like download something just to make yourself entertained or make yourself informed about things. Um, ever since the start of the pandemic, I have subscribed to Netflix. <laughs> so I'll give you my top two favorite movie genres and probably some TV shows that I like. So first of all, I'd like to feel nostalgic whenever I feel bored because the sense of nostalgia just... It's just so good to feel at a time when you don't know what to feel or do. (laughs) So I'm going to shotgun you a bunch of my favorite animated movies or children's movies, whatever you call them, that bring or have brought nostalgia to me. So here it goes. Toy Story, Barbie Movies, Shrek, Rango, Madagascar, How to Train Your Dragon, Kung Fu Panda, 
Not the B-Movie, Turbo, The Lego Movie, Hugo, Hook, The Karate Kid, Megamind, Mr. Bean's Holiday, The Spider-Man Chronicles, Harry Potter series, Howl's Moving Castle, probably the best Studio Ghibli anime movies, Marvel's Cinematic Universe. If you're gonna like watch everything from the start to the finish, might as well just finish the pandemic because like it's a long way to go. <laughs> and lastly, never ever forget, Narnia. My other favorite genre. I don't think the first one was a genre. It was like a generalized term for a lot of genres, but whatever. But this one is a two-in-one genre for me because I don't like one without the other. So here are my favorite horror slash thriller movies. So here it goes. Orphan, Shutter Island, Final Destination, World War Z, Bird Box, Awake, I Care A Lot, Train to Busan, Us, The Nun, Insidious, Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, Annabelle, Happy Death Day, and the second one, Quarantine, 2012, and many other more. So in connection to my horror slash thriller fascination, I've also had this like experience two years ago um, it was midnight or probably like very early in the morning maybe like 2 3 a.m i was woken up by i don't really know i had no idea why i was woken up i just abruptly woke up and to add up to the wow or confusion factor <laughs> i couldn't move and for sure in that moment I really thought that I was in a sleep paralysis thing. Like, I'm not really sure. It's just it just felt that way when I when I explained that like to my friends the day after they immediately said that I was stuck in a sleep paralysis. So I believed them <laughs> when they said it to me. So I'm just gonna go on and say I was in a sleep paralysis. So when I was in such a state. I had this weird feeling that somebody was watching me from a distance in my room. And first, I saw it. I saw the eyes, but it was in the shadow. And I just saw it. Like, it was no big deal to me. The big deal to me was I just couldn't sleep and I just couldn't move. I felt so uncomfortable and so weirded out of this confusing moment. So I got angry. I got real confused yet so angry no i was not afraid and that was funny because i don't know i i think i had to be afraid at that figure that was watching me <laughs> while i was in this paralytic state but no i was angry that i was abruptly woken up and <laughs> like i just couldn't sleep and i was so scared not of the figure I was scared that I couldn't get enough sleep because I had a test the day after. And it was so scary. Like, imagine feeling so tired and having no rest at all during a test. And at that moment, early in the morning, I just really, really wanted to scream and say, please let me sleep. <laughs> I have a test tomorrow. And then, like, after that, a few minutes of, like, wondering, I just, I just dozed off. Like, still in the same position. And a few days after that, I just had a thought in my mind 
like, what if it was true? What if it was real? What happened that night? And then I instantly thought, wow, I'm not afraid of these things. I'm not afraid of anything that's going to bring horror in my life. And that was what strengthened my my <laughs> my spirit somehow. <laughs> that was what strengthened me as a person to like, okay, I'm going to watch this horror movie like a big girl. And like, I still get so scared of like movies that are very scary. <laughs> Like The Conjuring. And sometimes some movies that are too scary, I don't move on from. But I still watch them. Just because I'm so fascinated and so curious. Then that is like something that adds up to this whole horror thriller loving thing of me. And I love it. I would like to feel something after like watching a movie. And like it would either be fascination or fear <laughs> like it's the wonders of like watching movies <laughs> that just gets me on in life <laughs> apart from movies i have a bunch of series slash tv shows that i would love you guys to watch as well you can watch whatever you like but here are the stuff that i love as well so i'm gonna start with Netflix series because that's what I am exposed to. I haven't really watched anything from other streaming platforms or channels. So it's probably up to you what you want to watch. So here it is. And with an E, The Queen's Gambit, Lupin, or sometimes my mom and I would actually say Lupin, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Umbrella Academy, Stranger Things, and The Good Place, which I have just found out through browsing on Netflix and like just finding out two weeks ago that it was so good. And then I'm like in the middle of being so entranced in watching the series. I had the urge like, oh my god, I have to finish this. Oh my god, I have to finish this. <laughs> so like, yeah. Watch all your preferred movies and TV shows and documentaries and you're probably going to not feel so bored all the time during the pandemic <laughs> so after watching movies you're probably gonna be so bored making your breakfast your lunch or your dinner or cleaning the house so you're gonna have to listen to your favorite music that's number three also i'd recommend that you make an abundance of playlists like Group together your favorite music from 2008 or 2011 or from 1980s or from 1920s. Or if you don't want it by year, just, you know, make a playlist for every single mood that you feel on a daily basis. Like if you ever feel in love or happy in general or sad or angry, just just. Make a playlist for all of those and just, you know, play them whenever you feel like it. <laughs> so that's number three. And the fourth is learn a new skill. So this is a very generalized step in this process. <laughs> in learning a new skill, you have to find something that interests you. You know, that knocks on your noggin when you look at it or listen to it or when you're introduced to it. Something that brings out a sense of curiosity whenever you come across it. So for me, 
because of the J.W. Anderson cardigan craze back in 2020, I have practiced crocheting and I am still like making this cardigan just for the fun of it. And that's kind of it. Like it's all for the fun. It was never like an obligation to like, oh my God, I have to make this cardigan quick. No, it's just for me to have fun, for me to be preoccupied whenever I feel like I'm not so busy. So yeah. Well, another skill you could learn is art or maybe you'd want to exercise or cook or bake. Those are skills that could be learned or could be practiced through time. So think about that. Number five, hone your skills. So if you have a bunch of skills or if you have this one special skill, why not get a part-time job or right now during these times, an online job? You know, there are a lot of things that you could do with your skills. If you are good at making art or if you're confident enough that you're making great art, why not sell some of your artworks? Just just do something with what you have. That's what I want you to know. It's like the world is open for you to do anything. Just, you know, do it for the betterment of everybody. Do it for the betterment of yourself. Just get creative, go crazy. And then one day, you're really going to thank yourself for doing things that you actually love to do and that you're also benefiting from. Number six, simple. Be with your family. So if you live with your family, why not be with them? Start a conversation. Talk about past family affairs or talk about the future. There are a lot of things you could do with your beloved people. Obviously, these people are not going to be with you for long. And I'm really not going to expound on that. Just... Simply be with your family and you're probably not going to feel so bored when you are. Number seven, reconnect with friends. I know it's hard to converse with people online or even face-to-face if you can um, during these trying times. But, you know, reconnecting will certainly keep you preoccupied And will certainly keep you in par with what's up with your friends or your folks or like your homies. (laughs) Also, while you reconnect, might as well just make new friends as well. Show the world that you're open and happy and like ready to accept people. Might as well make new friends in the process, right? And next on the list is number eight. Participate in a good cause. So if you feel like you're not doing enough for maybe the environment or your community or something else, might as well just participate in like groups that benefit these kinds of like facets of society. 
you know, sometimes being charitable or being generous just gives you a sense of like fulfillment or like happiness. Like the sense of fulfillment will reward you tenfold. But as I always say, it's always up to you. If you want it, take it. If you don't want it, don't take it. Number nine, exercise. It's important to stay healthy during these times because maybe most of us are at home and have nothing to do and have no business outside of their homes. And some of us just don't usually move a lot at home. So here's the sign that you should move because exercise will help you go towards the path of being healthy and like to stay healthy. And then last but not the least, in case of emergency, when you're feeling so tired of doing all of these and you just don't know what else to do because you're super tired of everything, well, you can always sleep. Yes, it's not always movement. It's not always, oh, I have to do something. You can always rest. And it's not always bad to like laze off, to doze off or act so lazy after a long day's work. It's always up to you if you feel like you've had enough or if you feel like you've done enough, you can always take a rest. So on a side note, you can always sleep at your own risk. But you may be missing out on things. And contrary to the idea, too much FOMO-ness ain't good as well. So yeah. What comes after this? Well, life's an ironic dilemma. It's always full of choices, mistakes, and achievements. One thing's for sure, we're all in a pursuit of happiness and satisfaction. So, get up, lazy bones. Make a change for the better. Adventure is out there. Thank you for listening to my second episode. I hope you have enjoyed this and have learned a lot from this. And really, I do hope you listen to more of me in the future. I will be posting every week. I'm also trying to revive my own YouTube channel, which is called Ishbella, I-S-H-B-E-L-L-A-A-A. And I hope you guys watch the videos for my channel as well. Also, I'll be putting down my Gcash account. If you guys want to support me or want to give me a little nudge of help, that would be great. It's posted on the description on this episode. And thank you very much. And that is all for this episode. Again, thank you very much and I hope you hear from me very soon. Follow me and tune in for the next episode next week.